You're listening to The The Authentic Authentic Come Up. We're your hosts, Becky and Cameron. We are both moms, realtors, and your newest besties. Our purpose with this podcast is to be authentic, share real life experiences, and letting each other be true to ourselves. With a focus on entrepreneurship, positive mindset, and a community outreach within Houston, Galveston, and all around Texas. Let's make a difference today. Welcome to episode three. (laughs) Now you get to hear my side of the story. So excited. I'll start from like, you know, childhood or whatever and then kind of work my way. But um, I have three siblings. I have three sisters. And so I'm the second oldest. And so, um, you know, whenever I was growing up, I guess I was always like more of an authority figure. <laughs> like I felt like it because I had a responsibility to my two younger sisters. That's just how I felt. And I started babysitting really young. I felt like that was like one of the things that made me feel super grown up is like babysitting. So I babysit at my church. I know, it's like fun, right? <laughs> I know, it was super fun. I babysit at my church for years. I mean, I don't even know um, since I was 13 up until probably – 16, 17, I went on Wednesday nights, Sundays, things like that, and I helped out, and then also, like, gained clientele. <laughs> right. <laughs> babysitting there, like, then they called me, and I, I babysit at people's houses and things like that. I thought that was just, like, the most awesome thing. I didn't really know exactly what I wanted to do with my life. I don't really remember or pinpoint any particular, like, I didn't want to do child care necessarily, but I did love that. Um, and then, so I lived in Temple, for 16 years, like my whole like upbringing, my family was there, um, all my mom's side, my grandparents. Um, How is that city? It's like, I mean, very, to me, it was very boring. There wasn't much. I mean, I guess Temple is known as like the city where Scott and White is uh, because everything gets like the hospital, like everything, oh, okay. everybody gets like helicoptered into. Oh, it's Scott a good hospital? And, like it's a very big hospital. And so that's like, you know, I guess people know that as like, oh, I had to go to see a specialist in Temple or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but other than that, I mean, like it was like a normal town. Um, and so I lived there for 16 years. My dad had a job. He kind of flip-flopped a lot of different jobs, like golf courses. And so he was commuting to this golf course in Georgetown like an hour there, an hour back, hour there. And so we just decided to move to Hutto, Texas, when I was 16. So that kind of like made me, my whole life kind of just like. Right, kind of like my sister. Yeah, picked up. Yeah, you had to move when you're in that teenage years. And to, to go back a little bit to like the high school, you know, middle school era, like I was homeschooled too. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> that was something, you know, so it wasn't too big of a difference, like kind of like going to school because I was homeschooled, but I did um, start going to Hutto High School when we moved. So that was something that was a little bit different for me is like I attended high school. Right. (laughs) But I did go to middle school. I did go to seventh grade. (laughs) So I was homeschooled. I went to, um, I went to a couple grades in elementary school, homeschooled all elementary school really up until seventh grade. Went to a middle school in seventh grade. Had a really good slash bad experience. Um, yeah, junior high is seriously the worst, y'all. Yeah. I'm so nervous for my kids to go to junior high. Like, I was so, like, gung-ho. Like, I was so excited to do sports. I think that was a big thing. Is, oh, like, right, I was lacking right. sports. And also just, like, you know, 
friendships and, and just like I wanted to be able to be with people and things like that. And although I did do some homeschool groups here and there, like I just really wanted to, you know, be around people. And so I played, you know, some basketball, some softball, um, some golf, like, you know, here and there in middle school. And I really loved it. But overall, I didn't go back in eighth grade. Um, and like I said, you know, we, when we moved to Hutto, I was like, okay, I really want to go to high school um, and have that experience as well. So I went to Hutto my junior and senior year. So because we moved like the summer. Um, and so I was able just to, to hop in. That is so crazy, though, because mm-hmm. for one, going to school is so new. And then just like the last two years, yeah. whenever everybody already knows each I other. Know. Were you like so cool? Because like the new girls well, is always the coolest, right? Hutto <laughs> was like super small town. Everybody knew everybody. It was like you lived there your whole right, life. Right. That's like of. Santa Fe. Like everyone knows everyone. Yeah. So it was hard to kind of fit in in that aspect like it, you know it, it was just really hard to kind of find your your group I guess right. that's why I joined like the golf team and I did the like I was on the golf team um, junior and senior year both years and so to try to kind of like you know gain friendships and things like that but um, overall high school I hated <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, me too. Hated high school. Did not did not do any like dual credit or anything like that because I was not aware. Because I kind of had a hard time getting into high school, to be honest, from being homeschooled mm. um, with my credits and things like that. Like it, I was kind of treated. I don't remember being like having a good feeling about. Um, I don't know the way like I was treated going into the school because I felt like I didn't know the curriculum. Like, if that right. makes sense, because we were kind of going off of a Christian curriculum mm. with homeschooling, which I didn't know, like, the history, I guess, was more so lacking in my department uh, because we were using different history textbooks versus the history class mm. that we were going, you know, that I was going into high school. So long story short, they made me, like, do a whole bunch of testing, and I had to go into the principal's office or the admin offices, you know, whatever in the school, and I had to sit down and do like basically what do they call them tax tests oh right yeah like I had to do those for like freshman and sophomore year they made me oh, like right. do mm-hmm. those like all together they would call me into the office and I would have to like I had a paper yeah and I had yeah. to do them. the little scantrons where you bubble it I don't even or remember. whatever yeah like I I just remember being secl- like you know singled out I guess because right. yeah. I was like I mean I I did do freshman and see like it's not like I wasn't doing school yeah. And so that was really hard for me. And so I, I don't know, I guess from the get-go going into school, like I had that impression. And so I just, I don't, I didn't have a really great <laughs> impression on my high school. Um, I made a couple of friends, had a boyfriend, you know, it was just, yeah, nothing to, <laughs> nothing. I to feel do. like the education board and things like that of schools make such a difference. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I know there's so many teachers, so many right now trying to make you know, a difference, and it really means the world. It's like, it it makes a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> like, who is in charge of things, too. Exactly. It really does, and I didn't feel like there was anybody really in my corner, and so I just, I don't know, it didn't give good taste in my mouth, and I just kind of wanted, also, too, like, wanted to get out of there and, like, you know, be more, into, like, it got me to be independent, actually, you know, because I was, like, I felt like I was more on my own, and so that gave me, like, more of an independent, you know, stance on things, and, um, so, went uh, so graduated high school. Um, I was on the golf team. Went to nationals. That was really fun. Loved doing that. Um, not definitely didn't want to do golf <laughs> for my profession. Like my dad. 
Like, you know, people... What made you not want to? I don't know. Like, I was more of, like, I didn't like the competitiveness of it. Like, I love, you know, competing, but I didn't like the competitiveness of, like, I'm better than you and things like that. See, I've never experienced anything in golf, so I have no idea. Yeah. (laughs) I felt like just a lot of the people, you know, I... I don't think I practiced too hard. Like, I didn't take it too seriously. It was more fun. It was a hobby. Right. And so for me, you know, not to take it too seriously, like some people, it just it didn't turn out as fun as I thought it was going to be and right. stuff like that. So um, I do still play golf every now and again, and I love being outside, and I think it's a fun hobby. But nothing that I like, you know, my dad you know, does it for a profession. and um, That's crazy. I didn't even realize you could. I mean, I guess you can. Yeah. I just seriously know nothing about golf. That's so cool. So you have to, like, get your, like, PGA license kind of like Really? Yeah. <laughs> I remember when I was in uh, elementary school, my dad had these huge binders, like, ginormous. And there was, like, ten of them. And we had a bookshelf. And he had them all lined up, all of the binders. And he would study. And, you know, I remember it took him a long time. And then he had to go fly to, like, California or fly to Florida to do tests and stuff like that. Wow. So, yeah, this whole big thing. Wow. So, anyway, cool. that was um, that was kind of more of a, you know, my childhood a little bit. And then me and I'll kind of talk about my husband a little bit because we met when I was 16 um, on MySpace. <laughs> <laughs> I had some friends, and um, we were in the MySpace era where we were talking to people and I don't know if necessarily everybody that we knew that we were talking to. Right. I know. My face was funny. It was like so, the first of anything like this. You yeah. Know? It's yeah. crazy. So I knew like they were kind of close by in our town or whatever. But anyway, so we met on MySpace um, at 16. We ended up um, we ended up meeting up at a church because um, I thought that was the safe spot. To there you at. go. That sounds like a safe spot to me. Yeah. So I was teaching Sunday school with my mom. And I remember, like, ditching her for a second to go into the hallway of the Sunday school, like, you know, the church. And um, he, like, met me in the hallway. And I remember my little sister, like, came out to, cause, to see where I was at. And she was like, is this your boyfriend? I was like, this is, like, our first time meeting within five minutes. She says that. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Um, but he ended up going to, like, my youth group with me, and we hung out. And I had a meeting after church, so I totally, like, ditched him. He was wanting to go out to lunch and stuff. <laughs> and I had a meeting because I was in um, – I was doing mission work at the time in high school. We went to Mexico. I, I went to Mexico three times oh, in wow. high school to do, like, missions with orphanages and stuff like that. And um, I had a big meeting for the upcoming Mexico trip that we were – taking and so I was kind of like okay this is great like meeting you bye right and he was like so put like I guess we didn't discuss anything like about our meeting that day (laughs) and so he knew also too that I was planning on because I still lived in Temple at the time and we were like just about to move like within a month or two just about to move and I kind of mentioned that to him and so he kind of didn't want to pursue things and I I understand that you know like not wanting to pursue things when you know somebody's moving but I was moving only like an hour away (laughs) so Hutto and Temple maybe an hour not like an hour and 15 minutes tops um so he didn't want to pursue things with me so we kind of just like left it as is 
Um, he actually did invite me to prom, though. Oh, um, well, looky there. <laughs> so, but we, I didn't go. We kind of, like, he invited me, but we didn't, like, I had already moved at that time. So we did talk a second after I moved, but we didn't end up, he didn't want to, like, come and pick me up, some sort of, like, shenanigans like that. So yeah. <laughs> we didn't, I didn't end up going with him um, to his prom. Um, <laughs> but we, like, we lost contact for a while, and then... I had um, lost, like, all my social media platforms. I had a relationship that um, I, like, deleted everything and, you know, went on with my life. And then all of a sudden, when I turned 18 (laughs) and I was independent, a senior in high school, I was about to leave uh, to graduate. Um, I think it was, like, two, two months before graduation or something. I, like, got my Facebook then and not my MySpace anymore. And um, I, like, try to add everybody that I could remember back in Temple because I had lost contact with everyone. And that was a huge, like, thing. I didn't, yeah. like, I didn't have any, like, good lasting friendships because I just, like, didn't talk to anybody anymore. Um, and so I added him. I remembered his <laughs> name. And so I added him. And he, I guess I set up my Facebook with my phone number. And he ended up, like, calling me or texting me. I think he texted me, and I was like, who is this? So I called, and he didn't answer, and I left. I saw his voicemail. It said his name. I was like, oh, this is who it is, and I texted him back, and, you know, that's kind of history for us. <laughs> We've been together ever since I was 18, like, dating-wise, and um, I ended up going to college at Temple College. I got my associate's degree. He was getting his associate's degree in Temple College, too, I moved back to Temple when I was 18, lived with my grandparents for a little bit while I was attending college, um, received, uh, well, not really received, but, like, I got a job, a couple of jobs, actually, not just babysitting jobs, but I um, was a, like, a team lead for Kayla's Hallmark, or a Hallmark store. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I was a team lead for a Hallmark store. Like, I held keys to the store, and I felt like a, a really, like, I don't know. I felt like a really You're important. important person <laughs> having keys to the school store. And um, that was like a fun job for a couple of months. And then they were closing down. Aww. And so my first big girl job, and they said that they had to like, they filed bankruptcy basically. And like for me to find a new job essentially. So I, found <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was, my husband at, or my boyfriend at the time was like, you have to find a new job. Like, you have, you know, because I, that was my first big girl job. So did y'all have an apartment, or how did the living go when y'all were in college? Since y'all are both going to college, how did that go? So I lived with my grandparents. Oh, yeah, 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 you just said that. And <laughs> no, no, I lived with my grandparents for a while. And for about a year and a half, I lived with them. And he, my husband still lived with his parents. And once I saved enough money with my, my new job that I got after, after Hallmark, then I saved enough money to have my own apartment. Okay, I wasn't so. sure if he was like, "Oh no, you gotta, we gotta pay bills. You gotta get a new no, job." No, no, but he was very, he was very like, you know, just wanting. He had had a job, you know, like a Sam's and Walmart, and since he was like fifteen, and so he really like had that work mentality, and he was like wanting me to have like a work mentality too. So I was like, okay, I gotta find, you know, a job too, <laughs> yeah. and I think that's really what made me, you know like, want to pursue something, like, a career is, like, his, like, motivation at first. So Mm -hmm. I found a job at Bath and Body Works. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So I was actually, I worked at Bath and Body Works for seven years. Um, What kept me going the most is because I, like, 
did different positions. I was a key holder. I was a, um, a co-manager. I went to different stores, too. I was in the Temple store. I was in the Clean store. I was in the College Station store. So that kind of gave me a new look on things. I, I, I can't see myself being in the same place for seven years. Right. But having different stores and different positions and different challenges, that's something that, like, got me going and, you know, had me stay there as long as I did. Um, and let's see. I was a co-manager at Bath and & Body Works and Temple and Colleen, and that's when we kind of we got engaged, um, and I we got married at 22, I believe. I was 22. So you went to college and you got your associate's degree, right? Mm-hmm. And then you started working at the Bath & Body Works? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep, and I was a, um, an assistant manager, co-manager, and then we decided to get married, and we bought our first house. So... Austin and I did not live together until we were married. So we bought our first house the day before our wedding. <laughs> so we signed the papers. My, my realtor at the time was, like, adamant about, like, this happening. And I'm not too big on, like, what is it called? Just, like, sentimental things, I guess. But she mm-hmm. was like, this is a huge deal. Like, we have to sign, you know, before right. your wedding day. It's going to be, you know, fantastic. So I was like, okay. But now it's funny thinking about it now when I tell the story. I'm like, okay, yeah, a day before we were married, we signed, you know, that's a memory, I guess, in my head. Um, And so we bought our first house. And I think that's when I started my love for real estate at the time. And I had only been with Bath & Body Works at that point for like maybe three or four years and um, I was like, oh, this whole process of looking at houses. Right, it's fun. My realtor's job, and she did her job really well. And um, I started kind of thinking about real estate at that point, but didn't do, didn't act on anything, didn't think anything of it. Um, Sticked with Bath and Body Works, and um, we lived in Temple and had our house. And then I got pregnant with my daughter. We were trying. But in 2015, we had my daughter um, in November and while I was pregnant with her, I decided I got a permit. Well, I was offered a promotion to move to College Station to be the store manager. And that's kind of an upgrade because, in or a promotion, because it's a higher volume store. College Station produced more volume and more people were, you know, buying there. It's a multi-million dollar store. So we always thought that would be cool. My husband's really an Aggie fan. He loves Texas Aggies and I was like, why not? You know, I was pregnant, so we didn't really know how that was going to be, having a daughter um, yet. So might as well move over to College Station. So moved to College Station in 2015, started doing um, working at the College Station store. In 2017, I decided to leave Bath & Body Works and to be a property manager. So I kind of got recruited. So I was also looking because it's really hard to have a retail job with a one-year-old or a baby one-year-old it was really hard to have you know stability and you know although my husband had more of like a nine-to-five job I still wanted to be home with him as well and my kid or Aubrey as well and it was hard to do that with like working I felt like as a manager too like I needed to work nights and I must say what were the hours like I don't even know so we were open I think like 10 but we get there like at 8 30 to like get everything going Mm -hmm. And opened the doors at 10, and then we would close at, like, 9. And then, you know, closing up, we would be home at, like, 10, 10.30. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes when we had, like, floor changes with, like, rearranging everything, if we got new products, we have yep. to, like, make, you know, 
the displays and stuff. Sometimes we would work um, till two, three in the morning sometimes. Oh my goodness. So depending on what day it was and stuff like that. So, you know, hours fluctuate, especially during holidays too. You know, it's just, a, it's a lot busier time. I had 50 employees at sometimes, you know, that I had to manage. And as a store manager, you know, you want to be that authority figure that's leading by example. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. if I'm leaving early and if I'm not closing or if I'm not doing this, you know, people are going to be looking at me a certain way and I don't want, I didn't want that. So I, you know, tried to plan out, you know, my assistant manager and my other managers that were below me. Like I tried to plan out the schedule where everything was kind of even, everybody was taking, um, you know, the same amount of shifts and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And so that kind of just caused me to have, you know, a lot of, you know, time away from my family. Yeah. Um, and so I was starting to look for another job at that point. Um, and I got on LinkedIn and started talking to somebody and she met with her and she was a recruiter for a pro property management company that I ended up leaving Bath and Body Works for. So I was a property manager for four years and that kind of really led me. Is it for like an apartment or for like homes or? Apartment. apartment. So apartment okay. communities and college station. A company that I worked for, they were based out of Massachusetts. So I didn't really like put two and two together out of the, at the time, but was very like solo secluded mm -hmm. um, in my property in college station. There was two properties that they owned and then everything else was like out of state. And so two in Texas and everything else was scattered. Right. And I worked at the two in Texas, back and forth. Then I kind of like leaned towards one property. They, they're really big. The company was really big into buying and selling, mm. like a lot, you know, flipping yeah. and rearranging and doing things. And so they ended up selling that one property. I stayed with another, and did that. Then they sold it. The company that I worked for sold it, and so I stayed on because the new company wanted me to okay. be the property manager. So that was kind of, <laughs> I was pregnant with my son at that time in 2020 when that was going on, that I had just found out I was pregnant. And my my regional manager told me that they were selling the property. And I was like, great. <laughs> <laughs> You're selling the property. I'm not going to have a job. It's, you know, this is before the right. pandemic, you know, because this was um, 2019, you know, when I was pregnant. And um, I was just, like, at shock, but made friends with all the new people, all the new property management company. And as, the, as that kind of was happening where the new property management company was, you know, they were buying the property, I had to talk to a lot of, like, business professionals, like, mm. investors. Right. And as the property manager, I, like... I was specifically... Yeah, because you know the ins and outs yes, of what's going on over there. I was specifically yeah. showing them everything um, as far as, like, my whole, like, property management career, too. Like, I was more of the leasing agents did that, and I did, like, all of the management side mm -hmm. of it. So for me to be, like, the one that's, you know, giving the tours and showing everybody everything, um, it was it really... <laughs> put, I put a new hat on, right. and I really loved it, talking to the investors, and there was, like... Um, realtors that I was talking to because the realtors would bring like the, uh, the um, you know their clients and right. stuff like that and it was just it was really cool I really loved it and I had a leasing agent at the time that was thinking about getting her real estate license and we were really we're really close still love her um, she was my leasing agent for two two three years and she's the best and she was thinking about getting her license and doing something more and it got me thinking I'm like oh, I want 
because she was going through the same like thing with me um, with the property selling and she was staying and, and things like that too. So um, she got to see the side of it and I would, I would tell her everything that was going on too. And so she was getting her license and I was like, I'm going to get my license. So she told me like where she was, you know, going to school. And I was like, I, you know, I started going to getting my classes and I did it. We did Aceable Agent online. I don't know if you've heard of that. Mm-hmm. But I would recommend Aceable Agent to anybody. It's super easy, like friendly and the tests that you do and things like that to prepare for the actual tests mm-hmm. are like spot on. So I got it and I, I ordered my classes in August of 2020 and I didn't take any like I just ordered it (laughs) I didn't take anything because I was like I and then I had my son in April and I you know is that right I'm I'm, I might be wrong he's what three now yes so April is April 2020 is 20 I'm like maybe I got my classes before that I don't know I'm, it's all a blur, y'all. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not saying I know. My story, right? my timeline went a little crazy, but y'all get the idea, right? Yeah. <laughs> Somewhere around there. I think it was August of 2020. I decided to get, you know, my classes. Anyway, have, have a newborn, you know, have a new property management company I'm working for. Got a lot going on. So I didn't really actually take the classes um, until I decided to leave the um, property management company and pursue my license because I was like, looking at jobs again on LinkedIn, and I found a um, real estate company, like a boutique um, company that was hiring. They were hiring for a admin staff, like somebody, mm. like a transaction coordinator they were hiring for. So I was like, oh, what's what's a, a perfect way to kind of get my foot in the door is to be a transaction coordinator, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I interviewed for this transaction coordinator. It was a really weird interview because – it's kind of like I didn't I wasn't interviewing for the transaction coordinator because <laughs> it was like they were hiring, you know. Now looking back in hindsight, they were really hiring for anybody. Um, right. They just when they found a good fit, somebody that they thought would you know work with the company, um, work with the brokerage, they were going to hire them right. and then kind of place them. So I had multiple interviews with this brokerage, right? And I was like, I don't know what's happening. Like, <laughs> I, I really didn't know if I was going to be a transaction coordinator. If I, you know, and they kind of at the end of the day, they're like, I think you should be a buyer's agent. And but I'm not t- like basically they weren't telling me like you um, need to be a buyer's agent, but I think you should be a buyer's agent. And if that's what you want to do, like you know, right. I think that you'll be good at it. So I was like, okay, like thought about it and I'm like I knew that was a commission we talked about everything and I was like oh gosh you know I, I wouldn't I'm looking to like leave my job to like have a stable job right like to be, I thought I was going to be making money <laughs> and so that's like, how it all starts <laughs> <no>. right <laughs> I'm like wait I don't even have my license yet so I just went with it I was like you know what like I'm taking the classes that's what I was telling I was taking the classes but I was you know not really I just had purchased it. But anyway, they I chose to be a buyer's agent for this brokerage and they um, let me stay in the office and um, study and kind of get, you know, get my feet wet, meet everybody, get a feel. So I I went to the office from 8 to 5 or 8 to later every single day to study for my real estate license. I was in the office for 3 weeks. 
um, and just like crammed, crammed, crammed. And what was cool. And I bet you you felt the pressure though, because they're all watching exactly. you and everything. That's what I was like. like they're all, I can imagine now how much pressure you had. I just did it on my own time. They're all <laughs> watching me. We did um, like a huddle every morning. We got to the office. Everybody stood in a circle and we talked about like what we were doing for the day, what we were grateful for. And so everybody knew what chapter I was on. <laughs> everybody knew that I was taking my test later that, you know, from that section, right, right. you know, all the, all the details. So lots of pressure, as well as there was another um, person doing the same exact mm. thing. And um, he's one of my best friends today. And we because because of the experience that we shared together yeah. doing this. So didn't know him at all. And we started on the same day. We did the same thing. We finished. We got our license at the same time. And we were able to, like, test each other and lean each other. Like, that's how we gained our friendship um, that way. So that was why (laughs) I did it in three weeks because of the pressure. I took my test before him, like, two days or something before him. And um, I I wish I felt the gratitude and the excitement that you said you felt when you passed, but I didn't. No, <laughs> because I felt like I was gonna throw up. <laughs> I had made myself so sick oh, from studying no. that when I passed, I, I called a few people. I was excited, but I also drove like an hour and a half to get to where mm-hmm. I needed to be to test because they didn't have like one um, a testing center in College Station like open and t- like they did. But it was, like, two weeks out. Right. And, like, I needed to take my test now. So I, like, drove to, I think, the Houston area somewhere. Don't even remember. And um, so I think, like, just driving there early. I didn't eat breakfast. Taking the test for three <laughs> hours. You know, like, I'm just, like, I was sick. Um, but everyone's like, so excited. I'm like, yeah, so excited. <laughs> <laughs> but it took me a little bit to, like, you know, realize what had happened and stuff. And so got my license in um, the middle of 2021. Had already joined this brokerage, so that was an experience. It was a boutique brokerage. Um, met some great people, learned a lot. I ended up ultimately leaving that brokerage after a year and joined EXP, um, and that was really that was a great experience too. <laughs> yeah. And then here I am today. I'm with KW, and kind of that's then a nutshell. I think I. Right, how you got here. Yeah. I know, it's so. like crazy, because like we have so much similarities and then so much differences at the same time, yeah. you know. But yeah, that's like about us. That was a long oh, one, I know. <laughs> no, I know, we do have a long one. We'll have to... A lot of information on that, um, just sharing, you know, we'll be sharing a more experience, but we wanted to give a lot of background and history of us, I think, so you can understand like where we're coming from. Right. Um, and then we're going to like dive into more stories and more like, you know, also like teaching you some stuff and, mm-hmm. and things like that. So I hope that that was something that you enjoyed <laughs> and, didn't, right? and wasn't bored by us. <laughs> Did someone come to mind while listening to this episode? If so, share it with them by taking a screenshot or send it to whoever needs to hear this message. Let's add a little positivity to their day. And don't forget to leave us a review and rating on whatever platform you're listening on, as well as checking out the links in the show notes to stay connected. And if you're a true bestie, make sure to join the Authentic Come Up group on Facebook. This is where we host contests, giveaways, and share sneak peeks and spoilers to next week's episode. See y'all there.